Hi everyone, welcome to our podcast, Stories with my BFF, with me, Miss Smiles. And me, Miss Dimples. Hi guys, you can hear from this sound enough, I'm, I'm truly excited uh-huh. um, to be here with you guys this week. And we're quite excited to have, uh, you'll get to hear, we have a guest uh, speaker in, today. In the studio. In the studio, yep. we have a guest, a special guest, so we'll tell you who that is in just a moment. Um, and before that, we are now in episode 10. Yep. We made it, guys. <laughs> we made it. Something that started as a hobby. As a oh, joke. Let's, as, do let's just start a podcast, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are in episode 10. And we've been talking about the money stories. And um, it's been a beautiful conversation we've yep. had in the last couple of episodes. We've gone through, uh, I think I'm still reeling and I've got a lot of hangover around the African tax, <laughs> <laughs> which then built into our identity at work, which mm-hmm. was our conversation for last week. A whole hour. A whole hour, guys. Yeah. And what feedback did you get on, From on, on the my, one hour? My like? friend called Josh. He <laughs> said, one hour, mm-hmm. my commute to work will be lit. Done. Uh, done. Yeah, something to do for yeah. one hour, right? <laughs> yes. So we're so excited that you guys, you know, are listening. Mm. Um, and what else did you did you get to hear about um, the identity at work? So um, a friend shared feedback in the sense that we gave our stories mm-hmm. from a corporate angle. Right. And what about people who've taken a break mm. from work to right. take care of their families? Correct. You are entrepreneur. Yes. You are doing a nine to five. Yeah. Or maybe you went on maternity leave and decided I won't go back to work. Yeah, or you so didn't even realize that it's a decision, it's a conscious decision you're making. Yeah, yeah. All you were doing is taking a break, you know, for maternity, then mm. giving it a break for, you know, two months, three years, mm. four years have passed. You've not gone back to your job. Yeah. Your customers are probably still calling you, asking you, uh, mm-hmm. you know, where is, where is the so-and-so merchandise? What mm-hmm. happened? Yeah. And then you get lost between, you know, the new identity that you now have. And yeah. you don't want to feel guilty for missing your old job. So it's a whole different perspective. Yeah. And we'll probably even have, you know, these guests online to just talk about what the experience has been. So yeah. stay tuned. Stay tuned. So in this episode, we have a guest, uh, Mr. Smiles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Smiles in the studio, guys. And um, we're so excited to have you here. Thank you for having me. How do you feel? Good. A bit yeah? nervous. A bit nervous? Yeah. Why? You think we'll ask you very tough questions? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> and you're not ready. <laughs> We're never ready, man. <laughs> We're so excited that you're here and would like to say thank you for coming on. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for inviting me. And in this episode, the interest is, is to get a male perspective to the yep. conversations we've been having. Um, about 70% of our audience is women yep. right now. And uh, the remaining is, is the dudes. Um, and of course, there's maybe the un- undefined and, and we still honor that yeah um and the male perspective is pretty important so we felt like it's good to have a you know a male voice in the room so that we're not just speaking about you know our stories exactly yeah because there are men in our lives yeah they form part of our stories they do right whether it's your husband your son your you know brother brother. exactly Mm. so we felt like there's some value in having the male perspective Mm. And we'd like to hear from Mr. Smiles about, you know, all the things you've spoken about, the relocation stories, what's his perspective. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in about an hour, we'll cover all of these questions, amazing insights. And, and please stay, stay tuned, uh, share with your friends, let yeah. them know. Um, and I guess we'll jump right into it. Yes. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> Born ready. <laughs> Born ready. I guess maybe to also help you out, just to, you know, we're with you on this. Um, I know Manu is struggling. <laughs> well, uh, according to last last weekend's win, you're not. Uh, last weekend's winning, you're not, yeah? <laughs> you're not That's struggling. not what I've been seeing in the house. <laughs> What's been I, I don't follow football, <laughs> but I know for a fact Manu is struggling. There's a problem somewhere. Yeah, someone <laughs> left CR7. Uh, Rashford is not scoring something. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. and Rashford scored and we were quite excited, right? Yeah, we were all excited because he's, 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 not that he's a time. Manchester lad, so <laughs> we want him to score. You know? yeah. yeah, in fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, we are losing points. <laughs> Painfully, right? Of course. So, good. So, we'll start off with the relocation. So, setting the scene, your wife has gotten this offer. Um, she's coming to Dubai. Um, so what was going through your mind from a, from a male perspective? At that point, did you have a role? Did you have a job? Uh, roles, where we talk about uh, yeah, <laughs> masks and actors, right? Yeah. So did you have a job at that point? What did it mean for you, relocation, from the male perspective? Set the scene first. Sure. So I had a job. And mm-hmm. I think uh, looking back, um, I'd, I'd been in this role for two years 
uh, then, and mm -hmm. I was working remotely. Okay. So I oh, think wow. it was nice. uh, a way of God preparing us for this move to Dubai. <laughs> uh -huh. Because when, it, when they, when just a backdrop to it, I was actually the one who pushed her to apply for the role to come to Dubai. Super. And uh, we're lucky that we, we she got the job. Mm -hmm. So when it came for us to start the, the relocation process, it was easy because I was working remotely, so there was not tied to a physical office. Nice. And my boss then was like, as long as you can work wherever you are, it's yeah. fine. So it was easy for me, mm -hmm. even easy for us. And even as we started to sell our assets, mm. it's, it was very, very easy for us. Right. Then, uh, the five months just flew past, you know, mm -hmm. the time the offer came and started preparing to leave. Right. And we found ourselves in Dubai. Then, so fast forward, so you've, you've gotten onto the plane, you know, with the babies and mm -hmm. everything, the nannies, you've come, you're in Dubai now. Um, still tied into the identity at work. So we'll have the conversation from that perspective, right? So you've arrived in Dubai. Um, are you still on that role that you were running at the time when you, when you came to Dubai? Yes, I was. I, I did my, my job for another month, and then okay. my boss was like, uh, sorry, Yes, I know. You're out. Thanks, but no thanks. Yeah. yeah so <laughs> I think I think uh, three for three. Hundred percent of the people in this room right now have been told thanks, yeah, but no thanks. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. It's been good. Thanks, but no thanks. Next time. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so again, so your wife is working at that point, is it? Yes, my wife is still working. Mm -hmm. And then this move comes. We were like, oof. We had planned that uh, the certain plans we had, like my salary would go to pay some of the commitments mm -hmm. we had in Kenya. Right. Now it's out. So right. we're like, okay, we can still manage. Yeah. So no, no biggie. Right. And then we were still in the process of uh, finding a house, finding mm. a school for our daughter. So right. I was a bit engaged on that. So right. I think it didn't, the impact of losing the job wasn't uh, felt immediately. Okay. Uh, I started feeling it now when things uh, come down. I was right. like, now we already have a house, the yeah. girl is in school. Right. So now you're like, what do we do? Mm -hmm. And then now we came to Dubai in the heart of summer. It's extremely <laughs> hot. Um, 5,000 suns. Oh I think we'll attend to that. Oh. 5,000 it's, it's really, It's really bad. And then you can't leave the house and mm. I'm extroverted. So I'm so used to leaving the house, or going fever. for a walk, going like for a drive. Mm. You come to Dubai, Going for a walk out, going out for a walk is out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Going for a drive is not even possible because you don't even ad have a driving license yes. or a car. Yeah. Getting uh, an Uber or a taxi is expensive. Yeah. It was really crazy. Now mm. staying in the house, not doing anything. Right. And I think uh, the first thing I would even just tell people is: Have you ever thought about your life when you don't have your work, your job? Mm. What do you do? Mm. You wake up in the morning. What are you looking forward to? Yeah, in the day. You know, and that becomes really challenging. You say, "I'm going to read a book," but you yeah, read, I mean, you read, you really you read few chapters. You're like, you know "What?" That, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then you're like, "Why am I waking up so early to do what?" That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And the other challenge is uh, you have kids, they are looking at you. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what do you tell them? Yeah. You know, you're trying to tell them not to watch television, but you're there watching <laughs> a movie. <laughs> so they you're wonder, fighting for the remote yeah. with the kids. <laughs> they want to watch Coco Melon. <laughs> They're telling you, P play for me this thing. I want to watch this. Uh, they're like, you're telling me not to watch, but you're also watching. <laughs> yeah. That's when it dawns make, on make you. Like, okay, sense. what is this? You know, that's when the impact of losing a job really hits you. You're like, and, and at this point, then I'm curious about then your friends back home. So did did people find out that then you don't have a role or you don't have a role? You don't have a job at that point. What was the response? What kind of comments were you getting um, in terms of you know the male persona? Yeah, even uh, even just to the start, before we left, when I told people we were leaving to Dubai, they were like, <coughs> are you the one who has gotten the job? I said, no. It's my mm. wife's like, oh, mm. are you uh, okay? Are you sure? Yeah. Yeah. And actually, when I look back, mm. when we told people we are moving to Dubai, right. they were congratulating him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There, there was an, an assumption he's the one who's gotten the job. Yeah, and you're tagging along. Yes. Yeah. And no one would even ask or care to Is find out it? how. So oh, you wow. said you're going to Dubai. Congratulations. Oh, good job. Yeah. Mr. Smiles, you've yeah, got the yeah, job. You, 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 yeah. And you just let people be. You don't want to start telling stories because yeah, not, the, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and then for those people you go ahead and tell them, Oh, he would say it's my wife actually who's gotten the job. Yeah. Like someone even asked, How did you allow that? You know, how Seriously? did you allow yeah. Oh wow. And that's when you realize that uh, at society we are conditioned that the man is is the one who can live 
Mm. Um, it, and it's it's normal for this for the woman to support the career of the man. Mm. And mm. when it's the other way around, the man has to go has to go through a lot of uh, societal traumas. Yeah. People are telling you, "Why are you doing this?" Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Why not? You know, yeah. why should I not allow her?" As in. Even the word allow for me is something that I'm like, it shouldn't even exist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I should support her career. Exactly. Yeah. Because it's a you thing, right? Yeah. It's a you thing. We are one. It's a unit. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And for us, I was like, why not? Because our child is going to get, uh, because the, when we were moving, we had a nine year, uh, well, s- seven year old, eight yes, year old. Eight so eight she was time, yeah. in school. Mm. But like, she's going to go to a very good school. Mm. You know, why not? We have a, yeah. we had a one nine month old child. We're like, She's gonna also grow up in a very good environment, go yeah. to very good school. So, yeah. why would I want to sabotage my wife's yeah, locations, yeah, location uh, to Dubai, mm. uh, because of I just want to be the man and I want us to stay mm. in Kenya. Yeah. You know, I, so I found that to be very, very out of You're out of yeah, isn't yeah. It? Like, uh, yeah. That's not something that I would I would allow. So, mm. a lot of people are like, "How are you comfortable with this?" I'm like. Mm. Yeah, it's. Mm. Do you I just think? I mean, it sounds like your approach was very woke or very, mm. you know, futuristic. Do you think, looking at the African context of what we think a man should be, do you think that is the experience with a lot of men, or um, okay, this could be just you know an opinion, right? Mm. But do you think you are different from the rest, or you think this is how the male perspective thinks? Um, I'm not different from from many men. I think there are many men even here in Dubai who have. Uh, come with their wives, they're not mm. working. Mm. I think the discussion about men is very uh, subtle. Most men don't want to speak up about, yeah. about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, people just prefer to be quiet and say, I'm the one who's working. And the right. wife is will just say, yeah, it's him who's working. Mm. Yeah, so mm. it's one of those conversations that people shy away from talking about. Mm. And I think it's high time we talk about them because mm. it's happening, you know. And there's nothing wrong with your wife being... Um, the one with a better job. Yeah. 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 And actually, uh, it's when you actually realize the world you become realize that even when you're growing up, when mm. you are younger, mm. there are women who are providing for their homes. Mm. But it True. was it 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 wasn't general information, yeah. and it would it was made to look like a taboo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's a bad thing that's it's going a bad on. Thing. If, if, yeah, I, I, anyway, that, that would be a dif- different story for another day. But yes, yeah. when you say that, I remember families where the lady was a breadwinner, or there's actually a family that I know growing up where the lady was the guy's boss. Mm. So it was very good in the office, but when they got home, the the guy used to beat her up. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it happens because ego, right? Oh, He's no. trying to show that yeah, in the office you're my boss, but when you come home, I'm the man of the house. So oh, no. ego is a big plays a big role in this, mm. right? Mm. And and you were sharing something about specific things that even people would ask you around. You know, if you if you if it's something that has to do with spending money, mm. um, then what would people tell you about you know? Yeah, you f- you see that happening a lot when let's say you've been added onto a WhatsApp group back home where you need mm. to contribute money or mm. someone asks you, send me some money. Mm. Some people would even just be blunt and ask you, uh, do you need to consult your wife mm. on this? That's rough. I'm like, yeah. That's so f- yes, first of all, yeah. tell them yes. And yeah. this is something that has been happening since the very start yeah. of our relationship because yeah. we are one. Yeah. yeah. So I need to consult her because she also consults me. It's our money. So yeah. I need to tell her that I'm sending XO. Yeah. Uh, this amount of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, n- it's not even consultation. It's more of just letting you know. And also at times you'll be like, but you sent him money two or three, four times. Right. You know, so Black tax. Yeah. <laughs> so this one, okay, yeah. how much do you send him or yeah. her? Because yeah. we are okay losing it. Right. So, and the worst thing was that people insinuating that now I need to consult my wife because I'm not working. Yeah, you don't and That's very, voice. very unfortunate, yeah. yeah. Because people tie a voice to a career. Yeah. yeah. The money. Power, yeah, yeah. Power is where the, the money lies. Huh? Yeah. yeah. And the um, voice. And the voice, which which is not necessarily the case. Yeah. Um. So then here you are, come in, then the, the job search begins. The job search here in Dubai is terrible. Like, I wouldn't tell anyone who's coming to Dubai to mm-hmm. think that they're going to land here and get a job immediately. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you're competing with about 200 nationalities. Right. And uh, What is it, 200? Yeah. It yeah. was 200. You're yeah. Right. 200. Uh-huh. And then you're also competing with people who are actually working. Mm. Yes. So oh, people yeah, who have true. active work experience. Mm. Yeah. So you're coming, you're not working. Mm. So it's very, very tough for you to uh, to, to actually get a, an opportunity. So mm. 
if you're coming here, just have that at the back of your mind. Mm. Um, you could get a job immediately. Uh, you could not, but just know it's not an easy place to get a job. Yeah, 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 it's not. And even the number of times we had to redo his CV, you mm. know, the the pointers you get from recruiters or yeah. pick the keywords the job description is asking for. Mm. With every job, um, he would apply, yeah. take that CV, redo with the same wording, mm. ensure it's 100% match, then apply. Yeah. Yeah. And then constantly doing that, and getting no feedback, or you see mm -hmm. someone has video profile on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. no phone call, mm -hmm. and and that can take a lot. It mm -hmm. can weigh you down. Huh? Weigh you I would down. imagine it's yeah. not an easy thing. It's a rejection of what you're talking about. Talent, yes. you're told you're not talent, right? Yes. How many CVs? Okay, how many CVs do you think you sent out um, in the last one year? Just random ballpark. ballpark Just for people number. to get a feel that you can still send X number of CVs and still, you know. Yeah. I think I've applied for over 200 roles. Oh, that's crazy. That's on LinkedIn alone. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, yeah. Not counting the words someone has said, apply for this. On this platform, on that platform. Yeah. Oh, my word. So this is only on LinkedIn, 200 roles. Oh, my word. Over 200 roles. I think almost getting to 300 right that's now. That's like a full day job. Yeah. Yes. It that's is. a day job, isn't it? Yeah. Even if you, 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 you process any paperwork, processing 200 transactions is not easy. Mm. It's not easy. And at times you're applying for like, Two or three roles, you have to go through the same process with every role. Yeah, it's and customize so your CV to Cover the role. Later. Yes, and and actually bringing your own strength to reflect what the the job yep. is asking for, yep. right? Yeah. At one point, I just took a break. I was like, no, this is not going to be my life. Yeah. Because mm. you become very disappointed in yourself. You hate yourself. Mm. You see yourself as a failure. You mm -hmm. see yourself as someone who doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. And then it starts to, to really weigh you down. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. there's a ripple effect it has on your family as well. Yeah. You're grumpy, you're moody, yeah. mm. self-esteem is very low. Yeah. You have a wife, you have kids that you also have to interact with. Mm. It's like, no, this is not healthy. Did you at any point think that, you know, that's it, we're going back to Kenya? No. Yeah? Mm. What kept you going? Um, when I look at the kind of life we're living here, mm. um, quality of life is way, way better. Mm -hmm. Um what what uh, our children the kind of quality of education the children are getting yeah. you know yeah. and mm. no never did i ever think that now this is enough let's go back to kenya because there's no point where yeah. you were like i'll get a job in kenya and you know you sacrifice whatever it is no, that miss no, no. is doing no yeah, yeah? So never, that's amazing right yeah. Yeah. because like at times you know you've, you've had conversations with people and they're like we'll be trying this for six months or one year yeah if it doesn't work we go back to kenya back to my big job or back to you know my yeah. comfort zone yes where i was um Kubo, I was the Kiongos. those yeah. are you know for our international audience Kubo is just big boss right big it's boss, those yeah. edifying words that people give you mm. um, and even there is um there are people who even say Let's leave Dubai, go to another country, maybe in Europe, yes, Canada, because yeah, yeah. the job search when you compare um, UAE and mm -hmm. other countries, yeah. you may think it's easier. So, for example, when you compare with Canada, mm -hmm. it's a matter of doing the paperwork and yeah. applying for the job. So, when you compare, chances could be higher. Yeah. And so, some people result, okay, let's pack and up. There's an avalanche. Huh? Yeah. Is it an, an avalanche or an exodus? People are leaving. Everybody you speak to is yeah. talking about Canada right now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why specifically, but yeah, they're, they're like, it's quite true, right? Mm. And sometimes it's because this one person, whether the man or the, the spouse that's not working, mm. probably has figured out maybe my chances are better in a different country. country so, yeah. again, let's sacrifice yours the chance that both of us could get something out there or i'll get back into the job market right yeah correct yeah. um and and so on the jobs job search there's something you've mentioned around um you know give me your cv did you experience a lot of give me your cvs uh, I'll, I'll, I'll do something about it yeah they came up someone says send me your cv mm. and then at times you may call them not even following up with the cv but they don't want to talk talk to you they don't mm. answer your f messages and yeah. how did you win yourself out of that expectation like yeah. you're waiting for someone how did you win yourself out of it or have you winned yourself that's, out a, of that's it? even a better question yeah right? I'm, I'm making an assumption right <laughs> uh to be honest it was tough very mm. tough mm. but i had to re reinvent myself okay um i think i have almost 100 percent winned myself out of it okay feeling confident about not uh having a full-time role here in dubai mm-hmm and even saying it, mm. okay. uh, because at times I would find myself lying. I'm still in For my old real, eh? old role, mm. because you'd find that 
when you go to network uh, networking events and this is where it really becomes very very disappointing mm. the moment you say you're in between jobs oh mm. people just run away from you yeah even the person who you're talking to even if he is a hr or a managing a business mm. he wants he doesn't want anything to do with you because yeah. he sort of expects you to yeah. um you're going to ask him to yeah, help me get a job him something yeah yeah so yeah. i had to reinvent myself because it was like this is not my life mm. because we go to events in schools and then mm. you meet other parents mm. you go to parties mm. uh, and then you're like i can't have this mm. i need to reinvent myself i need to introduce myself in a better way because mm-hmm. what I've realized is that there are conversation starters and conversation end and uh, yeah. something that you say that's going to end a conversation. Mm-hmm. There's something you say that's going to prolong the conversation. Mm-hmm. If you come and say, I am so-and-so, I'm the CEO of company X, that's yeah. a conversation starter. Right. You're going to have 100 people wanting to talk to you and get right. your number. Right. But you come and say, I'm so-and-so and I'm in between jobs, no one wants to talk that's to you for that. That's it. We're talking about, you know, yeah. someone is coming towards you with a you know, bottle of, you know, or yeah. a glass of wine and they hear that. And they quickly take a turn and pivot and move away and nobody wants to engage you. Yeah. Yeah, it's precisely. interesting it's interesting you say that, right? So what what for example, how have you been able to redefine yourself? Um so, so I think maybe I can ask this question. So do you have a job as we speak or then how do you feel in your time? I I have volunteer jobs that I'm doing right now. Okay. So that helped to free uh, to uh, spend a lot of my time. Right. And the, the, the things that I'm actually enjoying doing. Okay. Mm. And oh, wow. I think... Passion, um, eh? Yeah, passion. Something else you realize <laughs> that uh, uh, part of the reinvention was asking myself, if money was not a problem, mm. what would I do with my life? Mm-hmm. How can I use my skills to be of use to other people? Super. And I think once you, you frame your mind like that, mm-hmm. it becomes easy now to, to see life. Mm-hmm. Because you realize in, in the world we're living in, there are many people who are in need. Yeah. And at times, the need can be as simple as just talking to them. They are stuck. They just need you some, someone to write their CV. Yeah. Mm. Because, and for and me, you, I've been doing that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 200, 200 CVs, CVs later, later, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you've actually learned a lot. So you actually sit on someone and then you do their CV. They're like, wow, mm. thank you very much. Yeah. And it's those small, small steps, you know, baby mm. steps. Yeah. You, you do that for someone today. Tomorrow, you do something different for someone. Yeah. Mm. And at times, it just entails sitting down with them, just um, make helping, uh, helping them realize they're not alone. Yeah. yeah. So they feel, hmm. They're part of something, yeah. yeah? And, we are and together in this. Yeah. Yeah. And you're also being uh, productive, right? Precisely. Yeah. And also you realize how much uh, fulfilling it is when mm-hmm. you're actually doing something that um, they leaves someone with a, with, with, a, with a smile on their face. Mm. Could you maybe share one example, maybe just one if you can, of, of what you're actually doing, all of this volunteer stuff that you're doing, and mm. also share how did you get to hear about it? So that if our audience out there is also trying to find a place to plug in um where can they start off yeah so um what happened is that i was tired of st- staying at home mm. this is when school started so my mm. first one is in school yeah so i got tired i'm like i need to do something i need yeah. to get out of the house mm. and the job is not going to find me in the house yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I looked online for volunteer opportunities mm-hmm. so the first one i saw i sent an email and then voila immediately feedback came through they said please come yeah. on this particular day yeah um, and I went, and mm. this was very interesting. The second time, uh, a friend of my wife, mm-hmm. um, they met. She yeah. told about told her about my situation. She was like, right now, I'm mm-hmm. not able to uh, hire and pay, but if he's willing to work as a volunteer, let him come. Right. And that's how it started. And I realized it's the power of power of your tongue. Mm. Yeah. Tell people what you need. Mm. You know, and uh, most don't of the times, don't be shy. Yeah. Yeah. Shamelessly, yeah. just you know, and it's not self-promoting. It's, right? not self-promoting. it's you know, yes. just expressing yeah. your skill set yeah. and saying I'm good at this or this is the person I am. And when we were talking earlier, it was really good to hear you say that. You know, it's no longer I am X and I'd have a job or I don't have a job. I am a social. I am X. You mm. know, Mr. Smiles. I'm a social thinker. I am mm. big on solutions and mm. impact. And and there's a way that you have this elevator pitch, which which is pretty interesting when you're able to redefine yourself. Precisely. Uh, one thing I also realized that a year ago, if I met a CEO, they would not listen to me. Mm. If Is I met a CEO today of any mm. company, they would give me a year play. And it's because I've taken time to redefine myself, ask myself, who is Mr. Dimples? Mm. Mr. Smile, Mr. sorry. We have broken the... <laughs> Who's Mr. Smiles right. without, without a particular without role? Mm. Yeah. And, mm. and also realize that Mr. Smiles likes to solve problems. So yeah. part of my level pitch is, pitch is uh, hi, 
my name is Mr. Smiles. Right. Um, I'm, I'm an optimist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love solving problems. Right. You know, solving mm-hmm. problems for me is an opportunity for us to collaborate. Yeah. You know, to find sustainable solutions. Yeah. And when you say that, people are like, aha, interesting, tell me more. Mm-hmm. And you tell them, I'm currently involved in two volunteer opportunities right. that entail one working with uh, less um, uh, fortunate people in Dubai. Mm-hmm. The other one entails doing logistics for a company that oh, um, wow. homes pre, pre, uh, uh, pre-loved items. Right. And oh, eventually the wow. proceeds go to go to children's homes. Even right now, it's going to go to the children in Gaza. Right. Oh, oh wow. That's already something very big. Oh, that is yes. not something I don't think we could have yeah. done in Kenya. Yeah. I know where is Gaza. Even when you're sitting out of, out of Nairobi, you'd not even be thinking about children in Gaza, right? Yeah. And we are talking of conversation starters. Yes. Mm-hmm. So by just redefining yourself as who you are, not yeah. what you are, mm. sort of starts the conversation and makes the person more engaged yeah and then it also goes back to our identity at Correct. work yeah so how he's look at he's looked at it is who am i minus the job mm. such that those are the things how he's defining himself now it will not change whether the job comes or goes you know can you imagine that's true by by merely figuring that out for yourself mm. you're actually somebody's answered prayer yeah that's true yeah, when you, by, by doing the work yourself on your on yourself and figuring out, you know, your identity. There's a family in Gaza, for instance, or the people that you, the, the less, mm. you know, the pre-loved items. There's a family that's directly benefiting from your yeah. work and your time. Mm. So I think it's the impact is pretty pretty major if you think about it. It yeah. is, it is. Yeah. And I recently got a letter from one of the ladies that we were helping. Yeah. She's back to <laughs> her home country and she wrote a very yeah. beautiful letter. She did. Yeah. You yeah know? I think my wife was a bit jealous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's it's a very beautiful and those are the move things that actually keep me moving. Yeah. You know, because you realize that this person knows at the back of your of her, of her mind that this particular person helped me with this A B C D. Yeah. And that that is just priceless. Yes. And yeah. and I think when he was going through this journey of redefining himself, mm. we spent a lot of time. Mm. Because uh, what happened in when he went to one of the networking events mm. at Rotaract, mm-hmm. yes. uh, they were challenged, introduce yourself, tell us about yourself. Mm-hmm. And he realized he would say what he would want to do. So he would say in the, in the frame of... Um, I mean, business development, which mm-hmm. can cut across. Yeah. But then now with that, someone will ask, okay, which company, Where? what yeah. do you do, which mm-hmm. products, which market, you know. Yeah. Then we spent a lot of time asking, who are you? Mm-hmm. Then we broke it down to what do you enjoy doing? What irritates you? What makes you angry? Mm-hmm. So, and oh, how... an interesting point. Yeah. So what irritates you? What, what makes you... What, ang- what, what do you say? What irritates you? What irritates you? Uh-huh. What makes you angry? Uh-huh. What makes you happy? Right. What so those are the questions to ask yourself when you're trying, when you're going through this whole yes. searching journey. Yes. Yeah? What makes you happy? What do you enjoy doing? If mm. you are not paid, what would you love to do? Mm. And it's speaking the characteristics of who you are. Mm. So what I told him is you're an optimist. You always mm. see the, even if the glass is almost <laughs> empty. Yeah. And then he loves interacting with people, engaging with people, social yeah. settings, mm. being an extrovert. All right. Uh, there's something that you tell me that he will meet somebody when you go out for, when you go to church mm. or you maybe have a lunch date or something like oh that. You meet somebody, say hi to them and invite them over to your house. To the house. And I'm like, <laughs> you if just met two minutes ago. Thank God in this place, there's a strict policy on having pets because we'd be call- having strays. Stray cats, stray dogs. <laughs> He's a big heart. He has a big heart and he (laughs) likes engaging with people. Uh So when we picked those bits and pieces, then we came up with that way to define yourself. And what it did actually, Mm. it made me stop and pause because I'm this person who is always working. Mm. Then who is... You, you asked yourself, did you, yeah. did you ask yourself the same question? Yeah, with me smiles. Oh, wow. So I connected. I, I love storytelling. Mm. Um, I had told him a lot of times about doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, then what do you love about your job, your current job? Yeah. So those are some of the ways if you're working, if you're not working, if you're yeah. looking for work, going through that soul searching journey. It's not easy. Yeah. Yeah. If, if anybody in the audience has gone through the, the, the same experience in terms of soul searching, redefining yourself, mm. we'd love to hear what process you went through. How did you do it? 
who did you call on your side mm -hmm. to help you through this process? Did you go through professionals? Did you go through therapists? Did you, you know, rely on your family, your friends? How did you go through the whole uh, rediscovery? We'd love to hear some tips, share, so that um, we can all benefit from that. Yeah. And um, maybe I'll ask this. Um, hmm. I could be having the answer. So when you... <laughs> Bias. <laughs> how, how long did it take you to bounce back? Because like you started off, it, the journey was tough. Mm. Looking back, yeah. the feeling. Um, then how did you then... How long did it take you to transition to this period now where you're even redefining yourself? I think about six months of... Um, mm constant job searching mm. and I decided to take a break so I think the reinvention started this year okay. and it was after we took uh, a break mm. we went back to Kenya for last uh, for the festivities mm. and it it really helped me calm down because I was back in a familiar environment I could take a drive oh. mm. I could breathe in Mm, cold air, air <laughs> cold fresh air yeah, yeah I met with friends and then that's what it dawned on me I'm like I need to realize that I've been in a fast mo world uh, mm. and my frame of mind has changed. Okay. I'm, I'm actually struggling to connect to some of my old buddies because oh, of really? some of the way of how they, they see life. Mm. How I see life is different. And there's nothing wrong. They're not wrong. Mm. I'm not wrong. Mm. Or I'm not right. They are wrong. Just that it's different. Mm. So I realize that this is an opportunity for me now to, to, be, to embrace it. Mm. Embrace that this is a new life that I'm, I'm living. Mm. And so when I came back, I was a different person in essence that I was actually, I was going to embrace being in Dubai. Mm. Um, I was going to look at opportunities more. Yeah. I was going to talk to people uh, without fear of them telling me no. Mm. Like, tell me no, fine. It's it's okay. just another, Next, uh, I'll, yeah. yeah, I'll just ask you another question some other day. Mm. Yeah. 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 And also realizing that no, actually it's even better for someone to tell you, it's actually worse when someone tells you, z tells you yes mm. than no. Yeah. Because yes means conversation is over. Mm. No means there's a possibility that conversation can actually continue. Right. So it actually depends on how you probe. Yeah. Um, no is actually a very good thing. Them. So when I when I get no, I'm just curious. Mm. Okay, what what is making you say no? Right. Or what about this am I not understanding? Mm. And so with that frame of mind, I came, did my driving, mm -hmm. uh, which is in Dubai. It's not easy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. PhD. Yeah. So it's a whole PhD. other PhD. <laughs> yeah. And I think uh, I passed and well. I did. I did fail one time yeah. <laughs> or two <That's> times. <laughs> yeah, but importantly, is I passed. Yeah. And after that, once we got the car, it became easier now for me to move around mm. because I love driving. Driving yeah. is therapeutic for me. So yeah. going for a drive any day. Yeah. Yeah. So with that, and then it's also easier when you're going to network with people. You come. So it actually opens up a whole other opportunities for you because you're able to drive to events. Mm -hmm. You go there, you meet people, and then. You interact with them and then slowly and slowly you you learn okay come here tomorrow go yeah. there next Correct. week so you keep building your network you Precisely. keep building all the avenues through which you can be you know add, add value right mm. yes um i'm curious though as a couple have you had this conversation around what if something else came in a different country mm -hmm. and you know now there's maybe canada uk australia um japan whatever right oh, have you had the conversation or where are you today if something new came up how would you handle it oh wow so first of all he has brought it up mm. i've been avoiding it because <laughs> avoidant personality <laughs> <laughs> i'm a creature of habit <laughs> okay. and, and i love the uae mm -hmm. the weather is good uh -uh. try again the weather yes. except <laughs> it's i'd rather it's the uae weather than winter okay in europe oh yeah oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah. special okay because when i compare where else we can go it's mm. either here or europe right because africa you know you'd still want something different so when yeah. i compare where next it would mm. be europe okay and i don't do well with cold weather mm -hmm. but we've had that discussion mm. um and it's just a matter of looking at the trade-offs. Okay. The, the big ones for us, I think it's the kids, mm -hmm. school, mm. sense of stability. Mm -hmm. And for now, we are giving, we are giving you a, a bit a of chance, time, huh? a chance, yeah. Mm. What do you think? 
Yeah, it's true. Um, I think even in my old role, uh, my boss had one time hinted whether I'd want to go work in the US. Okay. And I said, yeah, as long as I come with my family. Mm. Uh, because oh. that was a no-brainer. No right yeah, so... And then you'd never have met? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, luckily, uh-huh. we found ourselves in Dubai and we met you. Yeah. Yes. yes. You're very welcome. It was predestined. You're, you're very welcome. Yeah. My pleasure. <laughs> I think I would still want to us to move to Europe, I think it's one of those things that I'll still mm. keep convincing her. <laughs> Hopefully she, uh, she agrees. <laughs> because right. I think uh, it will give us a whole other opportunity to, to see the world in a okay. different lens. Mm. Oh. Yeah, a um, taxed world. A a tax world yes. Europe yeah. has crazy taxes yeah, compared does. to you. But I would want us to move probably in 10 years to come when okay. our firstborn is going to university, okay. college, that we can, she can go there. Yeah. But anyway, it's one of those well, conversations that, that you, you keep having. It's good that the conversations are having, yeah. right? Because yeah. one thing that, you know, when you speak to people, when you really, really think about it, chances are that if there's anybody that's here with their family or mm-hmm. has a family and is here, they've already had this conversation. Yeah. Or it's something that even if they've not had the conversation, they will at some point. That's true. Because for you to be in the diaspora and you have a family, it means there's a, street, there's a trade-off that was done. Yeah. It's very... Yes. It, it's, a, it's a big coincidence if both of you get jobs in Dubai at the same time and you both move. Mm-hmm. Mm. It will be one person who's either given up a job, given up a business, given up a something. And then the question is then, will it be the same person giving that up, up every yeah. time? Yes. You know, there's a posting elsewhere. If mm. you go to, you know, Leeds in the mm. UK, for instance, and then you get a job and then he's gotten a job somewhere in America, who Ooh. gives up the job, yeah. right? So it's it's a it's a relevant conversation that you know people have today. Mm. Um and, and interesting you mentioned the kids and I'll come back to something you'd said about you know your kids are you know initially you know you're fighting for the remote with cocomelon <laughs> people. Um how is it now when now you're up you're busy you're engaged what what insecurity were you having back then and how has that changed now? Um the insecurity was what is my daughter going to tell her friends what does mm. a daddy do? Mm. Okay. Because kids talk my yeah. daddy is yeah. doing this, yeah. my, my daddy, daddy is doing that. Your dad. Yeah. <laughs> so that was that was what was, was really worrying me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want her to say my daddy just stays at home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and it was really sad and really depressing. Mm-hmm. But at the same time I managed to pick myself up and nowadays I see how curious she is. She's like, mm-hmm. What are you doing? Which meetings yes. do you keep going? Yeah. You know? She's yeah. like every every Wednesday she's like I barely see you. Yeah. <laughs> you always have meetings at night. So on Sunday, Pastor, I went with her to, we had a movie, and I told her, you know what, come meet the guys I go to meet. Yeah. She was very excited. Yes. Oh, you know? She went to see the office, and she was like, wow, oh. I like it. There was popcorn, there was crepes, right. cake. And, That's amazing. And you see how now curious she is. She's yeah. like, I want to know, I want to see your world. And I realized that with kids, they just... They just want to know your world. Mm. Mm. Yeah, they're not so much as uh, want to sh- go and boast to their friends. Mm. They just want to be a part of your world. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So. And, yeah. yeah. Sorry. And and especially if um, the the material aspect hasn't significantly changed, mm. then their curiosity will be more like, why has our lives changed? You know, and it could have changed yeah. in what form of or another mm. but i think also what we realized is have that honest conversation yeah at this particular point um your dad is not working because of abcd yeah and then he's going for meetings because that's how he builds the networks meets people yeah. and in the meantime he's doing these volunteer activities right and you'll find they just want to be in your world. They want mm-hmm. to understand what keeps you busy. Mm-hmm. I think at one point she she asked, can you take me where you volunteer? And they went. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I think as parents, it's more of how we see ourselves. So don't place that button, that burden on the child and start mm-hmm. thinking, this child is seeing me now as a failure mm-hmm. or this and that. Just mm-hmm. bring that child into your world and you'll just break down those walls. This brings me back to, you know, initially we were talking about the money stories and mm-hmm. we were saying how our parents never brought us into the conversations of how this money is made, how the mon- how I'm broke. Yes. We're just seeing the, you know. We're the just emotion. Exactly, after that, right? Yeah. And I guess this is one of those things because when you bring your child along the journey, yeah. then they will know to follow their passions in future. Yes. They will know to to. to to weather the seasons and the storms of life. Mm. They will know at some point it's possible not to have a job, job not but it doesn't mean money. that you're not productive. Yes. Precisely, yeah. yeah. So yeah. How, how then would you, 
it's, it's one of those, you know, in most of these interviews, right? You mm. hear someone asking, so what would you tell all our aspiring musicians out there? <laughs> <laughs> um, when you think about then your journey, Mr. Mm. Smiles, if there's a gentleman, a father, you know, a husband who's just arrived in Dubai or he's thinking about coming to Dubai, um, what would you tell them would be the quickest success routes or the pitfalls they should avoid in this journey of self, you know, rediscovery, um, the money conversations? What would you tell them? I think um, it's not personal, you know. One thing I learned is that the w life is not cruel to you. Mm. Life is just life. It's how you choose to perceive it. And mm. uh, of course, when you're not working, it's not going to be, you know, you, it's, it's, it's just that. Mm -hmm. It's not bad. It's not uh, mean. It's just that. You're not working. Mm -hmm. uh, but and, it's, and it's just for now, right? Just yeah. for now. Yeah. But it's actually what you choose to do with it. You can actually choose to start working. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. So look out for opportunities, volunteer opportunities, because they're there. Yeah. You realize and actually there are, many. there are very many, mm. and it's through those volunteer opportunities that actually get to find um, something you love. You get to discover yeah. so much about yourself, mm. and then along the way, the people who you work with, they actually see you and they actually know your value. Correct. So it's like, it's like, like a, a prolonged interview, isn't it? Precisely. Yes. They're just yes. seeing you at yeah. work yeah. and yeah. picking out your value, your yeah. values, yes, your work ethic. Yeah, and I think the one thing that I would actually. Uh, say and i i could be wrong though i think for hr people mm. um is i used to find a different way of of vetting people mm. uh, let them meet people not so much as uh, through the qualifications but through values mm. because we find that and one of the reasons why organizations worldwide are uh, some some of them are struggling is because of uh, you have you hire a boss who has bad values. Mm. They have the uh, qualifications, but yeah. they are poorly. They have values. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always say soft skills should be considered as very, very important skills, mm. uh, because what we consider right now as qualifications, of course, a doctor needs to needs needs to Technical have gone to school. Skill, yeah, 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 yeah. But at the same time, ensure that you're hiring a doctor who has good soft skills. Yeah, mm. compassion. Yeah, compassion. Yeah, because yeah. they could have a don't care attitude, and mm. uh, they're not gonna sacrifice their time. Mm. So. If possible, let them define uh, roles based on certain aspects like soft skills. Mm. Uh, or rather, have a blend of both. Right. Hard, the hard and the soft skills. Right. Because that way you're hiring someone who, who is, um, has a whole, wholesome understanding of the role, mm. at the same time how to interact with different, different people. Mm. Because you find that some pe people leave managers, they don't leave jobs. Yes, yeah. very yeah. true. Very true. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, with that, I think it's one of the things that I'll be very, very. If I was to be hiring someone, if and when I start hiring people, you'd go beyond. Yeah, I yeah. will. I will not be limited by their qualifications. Mm. I will look at what other values do they have. Yeah, there's something yeah. I, 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 I read or I, I saw, and they were talking about um, uh, when, when it comes to that transition between you know getting a job, that. Today we do we have the roles that we play <laughs> yeah. roles we play, um, but then that is not it. In any job that you do, you should be able to redefine that job itself, mm. reinvent that role itself that you're playing. And I think this is where the soft soft skills come in. Yeah. Because today, if mine is purely execution, I will do it the way it's supposed to be done. SOP I will do. Yeah. However, if you are this 360 degree person, then you're able to think, how can I do my job better? Mm. And yeah. that's where these values come in. This is where the work ethic and everything that you speak about. Um, there's one last question that I will have, and then I think maybe you, you take, I think you have, Miss Miles has a question she'd like to ask her <laughs> better half. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, um, so I would like to know what kept you going. You said if you'd look back, you'd still choose uh, yeah, UAE. you still make the, the choice so, that you did. But what has kept you going? <laughs> Be honest. Answer wisely. <laughs> Answer wisely. Tread carefully. This is a trick question, but <laughs> to be honest, I think uh, you have played a big role in my Ooh, life. Thank you. For the wives out there. <laughs> I always say that I'm happy that I have a very beautiful and loving and supporting wife. Mm. And uh, she's really held my hand. Mm. And uh, she's also allowed me to. To go out there, you know, mm. explore the world. Yeah. And I think, interesting, it's one of those things we see, we've done it for each other. Mm. Uh, if I hadn't pushed her to come here, yeah. um, maybe 
wouldn't have been in this situation. Right. Uh, but now it's her doing what I did to her back then. Mm. Yeah, and also, I think also um, prayers from your mother, you know. <laughs> mother's prayers. Mother's prayers yeah. always unlock doors that, yeah. that yeah. Yeah, 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 I think. And also just... Also, individually, I've also played a role, mm. and it's not that I'm like just stamping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think I as like you thank me. Yeah, I think as human beings, we Myself don't. Myself and I. putting in yeah. the work. <laughs> we we don't thank ourselves for Enough. the work we've done. Yes. Yeah, we need yeah. to also to sit down and say, actually, I've done, mm-hmm. I've done enough mm. work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So when someone tells me you're lucky, I'm like, and well. I, you know, I'm lucky. Yes, as well as. I've also put in a lot of work. Yes, there's, yeah. there's something I believe strongly that even luck finds you in the process of doing something. Yeah, yes. I'll give an example. There's this really massive song right now called Mwaki mm. by Zerb and a lady called Sophia Nzau, a Kenyan. And uh, it's, it's, it's hit, I think it's gone viral across mm. the world. Yeah. And someone can say, oh my word, she's so lucky, she's made it, etc. But she's not made, she, she's not lucky. Mm. Apparently for years and years and years, she used to put all her songs on this platform. And it is this one time that Zerb went and picked out the vocals and then contacted her and said, well, I'm doing this song. Mm. So the point is, if she was not busy recording and putting it out there, Zerb, would, they would not have met with Zerb. The same yeah. thing you're saying, a job will not find you at home. That's true. So yes. there's a point around, what is your responsibility in the direction that your life is going. Yes. And and I think the part of commending yourself mm. because other people see. So like the lady um he works with at the mm. volunteer place where they help the less privileged. Right. Um when she looked back she was like you guys have been here one and a half years. Mm. You've managed to settle in so quickly. Mm. And when she say, when she said that it's when we looked back we were like oh my god yeah, we yeah. came in yeah. Um, we got a school, we got a house, um, he did uh, the driving test, got a car. And when you look back, you actually don't pat yourself at the back or even take time to celebrate your wins mm-hmm. because you're busy chasing the next thing. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I've gotten the house. Okay, then now, then, then. And you're just chasing and it will never end. And, and if I think about it... Mm. If you are working an 8 to 5, because sometimes it's not even 8 to 5, it's usually 8 to <laughs> 9, 10, etc. Both of you were in that grind. You immediately got in and got a job that's keeping you busy. Mm. Would you have achieved those milestones that you've achieved already? Probably maybe not. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Not, maybe not, right? Not, yeah. Even the self, uh, the redefining of self. Would not have happened. Yeah. Yeah, because you'd have been busy. We'd still be in the place of, you know. The rat race. I'm a yeah, business developer, mm. you know, business development. Mm. Yeah. Um, then I would like to just maybe take an angle about corporate versus entrepreneurship. So I know you were in, you were an entrepreneur back before you came to Nairobi. I mean, came from Nairobi to Dubai. And I know you're also, you know, testing the waters on entrepreneurship. In this journey, as you try to build your own brand and your own thing on, 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 you know, on your own business, what is it about, what have you learned about entrepreneurship in Dubai versus the considerations for setting up something in Kenya. For anybody who's thinking of coming to set up a business here, what does it take? What have you learned so far? The uh, first lesson is that in Dubai, it's a very competitive market. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of competition from Chinese products. Okay. And also, it's also diff- uh, different nationalities have different um, tastes and preferences. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. have to really cultivate it to be geared to sort of, you can't make it, a gen, gen, you can't generalize it. Mm-hmm. It's not going to work. Mm-hmm. Uh, investing back home is an option, uh, mm-hmm. but the challenge is that when you look at the current economic, economic situations, mm-hmm. the purchasing power is lower mm-hmm. and it's becoming lower day by day. Right. Uh, so it's actually easier to, in, to get things from back home and sell here right. because here there's a higher purchasing power. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite the competition, there's a higher purchasing power. You just need to pa- package it in a better way mm-hmm. and, and there's a high probability that you'll make it in business here. That's interesting yeah. uh, because uh, especially also services, right? So there's, there's, a, bis- there's a bit about setting up um, a trading and, um, entity yeah. and there's also offering services, right? So like what you're doing on, on the volunteer side would be the offering services. Mm. And who knows, you can even probably set up a business along that line. So it's interesting to see that even the goods and the trading side of it can actually work, but you know, they, you, you can't just approach it like you would in kenya yeah yeah yeah. you have to really consider many things um also with the government you have to have a business license Mm -hmm. for some businesses right um 
because of the benefits it gives you. Mm. At times we look at it as a bad thing. Like mm. I think back home, getting a license is a, you consider it as a burden, but here mm. it's actually not a burden because you get to enjoy very many benefits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's that's the second thing I would say. Um, it's it's different from setting a business back home. Mm. Yeah. Good. Um, I think we've had amazing conversations. Uh, yeah. We'd love to hear your feedback, guys. Uh, are there men in your lives who are going through the same thing? Maybe not Dubai, maybe in a different country relocated yep. and are struggling with one or two things. We'd love to hear from you. Um, any thoughts? Uh, maybe, yeah. yeah take it, no, take it, Miss Miles. No, I'm just reflecting on this and mm. how much it cuts across so many people. And yeah. like earlier we said, there's that, I think there's a stigma in men speaking up and saying yeah. I actually don't have a job because mm. even looking at my current at our workplace mm. only when you get to really build connections with colleagues is when you realize three four five of them in the they, same situation they in the same situation mm. so let's cultivate that culture of speaking up sharing you never know maybe the next person has the solution for yeah, you yeah absolutely yeah um thank you so much mr smiles it's been amazing guys let us know if you'd like to hear him more yeah or you'd like to hear the male perspective on a lot of other things that yes. we talk about we'd love to topics. hear yes um let us know also on what more you'd like us to talk about we, we have the call out on the imposter syndrome mm-hmm. we'll go through that we've mentioned that we've touched upon it in previous episodes uh, especially when we move to Dubai, but mm. it's not to say that it's over. We still yeah. struggle with some of these things. I mm. um, would love to hear what you have to say. Um, and any parting shots, Mr. Smiles? Yes, there's this saying that I always uh, refer back to. Mm. It says, be of value in life and in death. A good example is this. The furniture that we use, mm. made of wood, mm. the tree was of value when it was alive. Mm. But now it's dead, but yeah. it's still of value to you. Yeah. So with that kind of thinking, it gives you a holistic mindset. Yeah. Legacy. 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 Think about what you're going to uh, live tomorrow, mm. because we're not going to live forever. Yeah. Yeah. So, and with that in mind is what helps me to wake up every morning, even when I'm not feeling like it. Yeah. I wake up, mm. put a smile on my face, yeah. do whatever I need to do. Perfect. Yeah. Yep. And and that's deep. Talking of uh, legacy, mm. I think one of the feedback we got in the episode, episode nine, was from Raquel. She was mm-hmm. saying, because you're asking, yeah. what's your job to you? Mm. And she said, I don't hate my job, but yeah. if I was not doing it, I would be a personal financial coach. Mm-hmm. She said she needs to start the podcast. So, <laughs> Miss Raquel, you've had the advice from Mr. Smiles. Yeah. Legacy. Legacy, legacy. Yes. Be of value in life and in death. And yeah. on that note, this is me signing off. Thank you so much. You've had an amazing episode. Yeah. Until um, next week, uh, this is goodbye from Miss Dimples. Goodbye from me, Miss Smiles. Goodbye from Mr. Smiles. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> See you.